Is back. Ray's back. Hello. Hiya. Um, we're back again, of course. Uh, Star Trek course. Picard Season 3, Episode 7, closing in the end. Same, but. No, it can't be. We're getting there. <laughs> uh, all good things have to come to an end. Um, this episode's called Dominion, and you'll find out why. And it's a weekly review of it. Uh, brief, general, non spoilery thoughts. Great. A nice continuation, still a mm-hmm. good episode, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I, I think uh, what's interesting is every title to episode has all been is important, more or less, right, or less a throwback, relevant kind of title, you know, and relevant to the story as well. So all mm-hmm. all good. Um, yeah. Before we start, the only the only not bummer about the series, we still got three, yeah, three more episodes, right? Um, once that's over, though, we just got news about Star Trek Strange New World. It's going to premiere in June, I think June 15th. Uh, but once Picard ends, we have to wait almost two months before there's any new Trek. That's a long time, man. That's the norm, though. They were, they were, as much as I hate to say it, there was a lot of Star Trek at once, which I, I think mm. I've been a passing comment to you, Gray, that it was, too, it was almost too much, not in a bad sense. Yeah. I was just thinking it's not smart as a company releasing so much Trek at the same time. There should be these kind of gaps in between seasons, really, ideally. Yeah, but I was thinking like a month would be enough. Two months <laughs> is like, I so, can't stand it. I, I need my Star Trek. That'll be Strange New World Season 2, but Season 3 has been yeah. greenlit. Um, and then also Season 5 of Lord Dex, which seems to be really popular with viewers. Like, it's one of our least favorite ones, but it's funny. It's a different take on it. It's getting yeah. numbers. It may be Prodigy that it's off. They like it from what we're hearing, but there are just too yeah. many shows, and they have to pick one to cancel. And it might be Prodigy after season. Who I knows? think the, the plus the production time you need for something like Prodigy takes quite a while. That's not cheap animation. No, they do, they do animation. some work on it. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I wonder though if they're going to go Prodigy season two. Whether they're going to go as many episodes as they did last time. The the order them in blocks of twenty. That's why we got. Part of the reason we got a delay um, in uh, Prodigy the whole season between parts one and two, they got they got to order them in blocks in twenty from what I'm hearing, but they just decided to split that one up. So they may do mm. the same with Lord X as well. Uh, so we may very well get oh no, there'll be a season uh, five. Uh, what are we up to Lord X four four, four is coming yeah. up. Four is coming up, so it might be a five and a six then for Lord X, and it could be. Uh, Tune three or prodigy, but we don't know. It's just hearsay. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, 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 anyway. Just a little. Uh, and then you know, Kirk might still be alive, so we'll get another series of him. And then <laughs> we'll get yeah. into that. Well, there, was, <laughs> there was spoiler in the last episode. It's 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 not it's not a secret anymore. Yeah, no Kirk, secret. Kirk's, it's all over the freaking internet. Kirk's as soon as that came up, did you notice? As soon as that came up, you just sit there and put the word Kirk and YouTube and all the stuff. Comes up from people on Twitter as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. talking all about it. James Kirk. Cards remains are there. Picard's remains are there. Could be a hybrid, who knows? Anyway, uh, right, we'll we'll kick right into it. We'll kick (laughs) on the review. Um, I don't have as many notes as I usually do, which is good because I don't like loads of notes. I like to have main points and then talk about them. It should be. Uh, At the start, it does open. A little bit, and I'm fearing for the worst because it opens with a Titan. But I don't know this it immediately. It took me a few seconds to click on that they were actually in a scrapyard, mm. uh, hiding out on really low power settings, um, and they can't really hide in any one place for too long, Gray. So they're like basic minimum power settings, just chilling out. And I'm thinking to myself this whole time. Why did not one piece of shrapnel 
or space debris not hit the, the, the Titan, the amount of things kicking about and almost hitting it and conveniently missing. You don't think that? There's, well, there's stuff everywhere, man. I, I do, but then again, if you keep it in the proper orbit, I, should, I, should, I guess maybe is the word. And we don't know that things haven't been hitting the shield and bounce, maybe bouncing off or something like that, but they were kind of positioned properly. True, true. Uh, it was, it was Although they, they don't look like junk when you see all the other stuff, though. That's the only thing I, I was thinking. I was going like, well, all these things are pieces of junk all ripped up to shreds and giant pieces of hull. And, you know, they, and, and here's ship. a ship that's totally, yeah, it's like, yeah, wait a minute. Yeah, I think it's more of a, a scanning thing. You'd have to get up pretty yeah. close to see that and space is big. So, yeah, no, you got a point, no great. Um, we have, uh, at this stage, seven asking about the whereabouts of Riker uh, and she's speaking to who she, who's she speaking to on the big screen Gray that we're really excited to oh Tim Russ back again Russ Tuvok this back. keeps on surprising us I, I love this because every week it's like oh you know Ro comes back oh now it's surprise of the week <laughs> yeah really and like what else is coming and keep that uh, stuff keep the surprises yeah. don't give us everything exactly I'm, I'm very surprised I was just like Okay. Wasn't expecting him. I thought we were done with the surprises with the possible exception of uh, Kirk if it even happens, and we don't know if it will. Uh, so I kind of thought that was relatively the end of the surprises, but then all of a sudden, Tuvok's there. Like, okay, cool. Yeah, it was nice. Uh, he's, he's got on a bit, Tim, but, you know, uh, it's great to see him back on uh, Star Trek. And I do um, think, though, the Vulcaneers are a little bigger. They, they are like I is mean, that an age I, thing? If you're a Vulcan, they get bigger when you get older. <laughs> no, human ears get bigger when you get older, Gray. So I yeah. Well, these things were like kind of sticking out like more too, and I was like, I, okay. his ears were that big. You you you're, you're picking up all the satellite channels with it with them bad boys. That's yeah, all I'll say. Yeah. <laughs> um, Just a minute while I change channels. <laughs> <laughs> um. So uh, it was great seeing Tim back. It was absolutely magic to see Tim Rass back in the fold because this has all happened at the same time, DS9, Voyager. Not so much next gen, that was just before, but it's still that bubble of, of time. Sure. So um, good to see another one back in. Um, Seven at this stage is not sure if Tuvok is a changeling or not. Understandably, you've got to test everyone. He tries mm. to test him, uh, and she's asking him, uh, what well, they're talking about the game Kalto, the Vulcan game of logic that they're playing, uh, and she mentions this to him, and then there's a kind of little pause for a minute from from Tuvok, and he'll go and he goes, ah yes, as you know, the many times I beat you, and then she smiles, and then the Voyager theme plays in the background. The Voyager theme was up, yeah, it was great. Yeah, I was going like, like yeah, yeah, the proper great. bloody thing, a whole good ten seconds or eight seconds of a grave. It was yeah. spoiled, man. Yeah, yeah, uh, it was good. It was good. And and you're and I and I note down here, fascinating, not very Vulcan. I was, like, this is brilliant. I love this. And you thinking, great, he's not a changeling, but right. but wait for, get it. It. Yeah, wait for it. Yeah, here it comes. He is eager to please. This is the thing, you know, they're, they're trying to meet up and they're, they're trying to get some dialogue going and he's like, listen, we can meet up, just you let me know what's good for you kind of thing. Like, it's just too eager and I'm thinking something not quite right there. Uh, and then the camera, this is a great bit of um, uh, filming, I thought, Gray. Literally, Seven then starts asking him some questions about a location where they're going to meet. And the fact that, you know, she at one, at one time she got some work done on her Borg implants and stuff. And he's like, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. And then the camera, like, almost zooms in as if it's going to hit Jerry Ryan in the face. And she goes, eh, eh, wrong. You would know that Vulcans, yeah, that was an issue. V v Vulcans don't like that place. And, and I got my right. work done on my LBS. face on Voyager. And, uh, you know, we know what you're up to. And then it goes back to Tim Russ. And he doesn't get to do this often as a Vulcan in, in, this, in this series. Big smile. And he's like, oh, well. I may as well tell you my, my plans and what's on my mind while I'm here because it's the bad guy thing to do. And he's starting to trace them, like the back channels and all that, trying to find out what's going on. And they're all shitting themselves on the bridge because he's getting closer with the trace on them. 
Um, but they managed to uh, cut the signal. But there's one thing cut to mention signal. that's kind of important, and that's that uh, Tuvok actually may be in danger himself. Um, was it to do with the that's comment, cool. Gray, of... Uh, was it the Kelto well, comment? She... What she was saying, or what Seven was saying, and what they all know, is that if a changeling has taken your position or your look, your likeness, that means you have to either get rid of the original who that you took the likeness of, either by killing them or something. Uh, so obviously she fears for the real Tuvok's life, because if this guy's already taken his place, then either Tuvok is dead or Tuvok is in a cell somewhere or Tuvok got away and he's God knows where. You know, so she, obviously that would be the that would be one of the first things I would think of too. Like, where's but you know Tuvok? There's a comment that he makes that only the real Tuvok would know, and I can't remember which one it is. It may very well be the Kalto one, or something very private that only those two have discussed, uh, and that's why she's then concerned for her friend's well-being. Uh, and she calls him Tuvok. How did he did he have four pips? Yes, he did. You don't. I, I I was trying to see whether it was three filled in tip pips and an empty one, or whether it was four filled. So that's I commander, think it was all isn't four. It? All four filled, I believe, is is captain. at least captain. Yeah. So like she's yeah. she's she's a commander. She's a number one. She's, they must be really good friends to like just use first name basis for someone that's of a higher rank. You know. Um, I mean, there's you can look it up, but they but they do either pips full or pips half full. Or not yeah. full. So yeah. in other words, it could be a full pip or it could be a pip that doesn't have any filling inside, but it has the ring around it. Yeah, but that means something different. So if you've got three solid yeah. pips and a fourth that's uh, empty, that's lieutenant commander or commander? Yeah, the, what, the whatever the step is above commander, commander before you get the captain, I think is three pips and one not That doesn't pip. exist. You're commander, so like, oh, yeah. then you're the captain. No, there's... there Again, I don't know the exact lieutenant reason, commander. but I have seen... I have seen characters actually wear two pips and one, the third one not filled. Okay. Yeah. I've seen three filled and the, the fourth one not filled, you know, and then they fill it when you get to the next rank. Okay. But we did notice I mean, that. Admiral, I think, it, I think Admiral, I think you stop somewhere at four because when you're an Admiral, I didn't see any more than four unless the color changed. That could be. These are it little can, things that they, they do pay very close attention to yeah. detail, but sometimes we don't always. You know, dive into it. Much detail, explain but it do. sometimes, maybe in a one-liner that you're good at, yeah. Terry, because that would help us out if things have changed. Um, we do hear Jamie's name mentioned more than once. They're trying to get through through her again, but she's busy for Frontier Day. And at this stage, Gray, you're noting here that we're getting a bit sick of her name getting mentioned and not seeing the the legend, the great woman herself. You do know there's no way they can't show her now. I'll, I'll go That's nuts sweet. if they don't. That's three or four times now they've mentioned her since the beginning of the, of the season, and yet you still haven't seen her. So there's no way in hell they can't show her. If they don't show her, that'll be a big mistake. It's impossible. Why would you go around mentioning her so many times? I mean, come on. Great. Your name's dropping way too much, you know, I, so you got you to gotta have her. I want to see all these old people come back, right? These older people, right? Uh, the lot of them, including Kirk, including, well, keeping Picard around, right? And and just call it like Star Trek coffin dodgers in space or something like <laughs> I, I don't know like just have all these old folks in there and just be like Star, Star Trek aldercockers. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great <laughs> name. Tra- no one better trademark that. That's ours, right? You can uh, see it now. They're all in their seventies and eighties. Firefighters, and and they'll be like, hey, yeah, 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 it's your turn to take him out. My back's. My back's gone, man. It's your, your, I can't your, do it, man. Uh, yes. <laughs> Don't they have any better chairs than these to sit in? <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. Yeah, so that's oh, a great idea. It'll never happen. But anyway. Um, right. So... Yes, but see, now, if Janeway comes back, then you can have Janeway on the Voyager, Kirk on the Enterprise F. You can bring out the D and the E, and then they all fight. Uh, Vatic. See? What's Picard on then? The Titan? No, he well, could be the Stargazer. No, yeah, we'll throw Picard on the E. You know, and then just for the heck, no, we'll throw him on the D because that's his oldest ship, one of the oldest. The E wasn't there. I know, I know, but the oh, E was there, and, and it's the Stargazer but, was there. But the E's out there somewhere. Just bring it in. No, it's not. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Just I, bring I, it in. I, I guess we decommissioned it. I don't care. Write anyway, it in. Anyway, we're, we're sidetracking <laughs> too much. Too. Um, we're at this stage, it, but it's fun. It, it, I'm saying now. 
<laughs> you, you're trolling me. You're trolling me. Something bad. Right. I want okay. all the enterprises there. Go all the way back. Bring them all back. Enterprise whore. Yeah, enterprise whore that you are. Um, right. Yeah. yeah. So now moving on. Yes. The they try to uh, they're trying to figure out the theft of um, Picard's remains. Uh, surprise, surprise. Uh, and the only expert they have on board that we could help them in regards to to. to genetics because they know there's something up they just can't quite piece all the puzzles uh pieces of the puzzles together at this stage um the only person on board that could do this is data and he's powered down at the time because of the conflict between him and lauren and in the system little trekway uh plug there on the mug i like it great well done. um yes that's for free i don't pay him like he, he advertises for free man what a guy uh Right, yeah, so like I say, there is a battle battle going on between Data and Lore um in the one body, so they have to bear this in mind when they when they boot them back up again. Um and you're not sure what you're gonna get when you fire him up because he's conflict before. Uh yeah. and do we boot him up, do we not? But they're like they don't really have an option but do that, so they decide that they're gonna go ahead with that. Um <laughs> I've read Gray's comment before, and I've just reread it again. Um, Floaty McFloatface, or Float Floathead. Floaty McFloatface <laughs> sounds Floaty better. McFloathead. Floaty yes. McFloatface has got lots of Fs in it, you see. So uh, yeah. he's put Floaty McFloathead, because I've I mentioned here Floaty Head is back, because we don't, as the big bad, they, you know, the thing that comes out of Vadic's arm. Um, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, and we saw this in the teaser trailer last week, and it was the scene where uh, Floaty McFloaty face or Floaty head is talking to her and giving her a telling off, and you have to get Jack Crusher now and get shit done yesterday. Yep. And then he controls her somehow, controls her changeling makeup, because uh, yep. we don't think he is a changeling. We don't think yeah. he do, do you know... We- I we don't theories. know. I've got theories, Gray. I uh, people have said that he could be either a some big chief changeling, but then probably not because he goes your people. So I don't think he is a changeling. He could be uh, one of the Bajoran gods from the wormhole. People are saying that, but far fetched. Um, or he could be something that's just kind of genetic. He could be Borg as well. Because the Borg have been rumored to come in at this at some point from from other people. So, yeah, but what's I, your thoughts? I don't think the uh, I don't think the the uh, floating McFloatehead talks like a Borg enough. If it was a Borg, he wouldn't be talking. The Queen the way does. He is. Um, Queen does, mate. And, well, yeah, but the Queen was the only one, really. I mean, she was the only one to talk like that. So that means and the Queen more than one there. Queen. Oh, can't even start me on that one. <laughs> It's, it's theories. I'm not saying they're right or wrong or what I believe and what I don't believe. It's what people have said. And yeah. who do you think Floaty McFloat Float Face is? I don't know. I really don't know. I'm I'm I not changing. Not say, I'm not gonna say that. I I think it could be a changing too. He said your that, people. Our people well, you say if you're the Yeah, but remember family. there's there's the your people meaning her, she's the captain. Your people meaning her crew. Yeah, true, 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 true. You easily say that. Yeah, yeah. So he could be a chief. One of the ancient first point. ones, one of the originals, even if you like, or the high hegens. I mean, we don't know whether Floaty Head there is, has been changed to look like them. Maybe really? he's just, maybe he's just a regular uh, change, a changeling that's the head of this whole conspiracy. That would be so thing, disappointing apparently. if that was the case. After all the theatrics and the floating, make floating this, that would be disappointing. Um, Remember that could just that the, the floaty head could be just an avatar. Yes, you may not look any, You may not look anything like that. For all we know, I think that's a cool point. I mean, just just the fact that we're talking so much about him shows that the writing is so much better because they've got us spinning around now, yep. and we don't know what it is, and we keep on coming up with different ideas. We don't know whether Kirk's going to come back, even though I don't think he will. I'm uh, but they did, but they did throw the berry out there for us and everything, or as they call the rotten berry. Uh, <laughs> I didn't make that up. It I'm, was going to, I'm going to, I'm going to lose subs that. after that. I'm going to lose subs for that one. Night. <laughs> they used so. to call it member berries. You remember? Uh, not, member yeah, berry. yeah. Do you not remember yeah. South Park episode? Do you don't watch South Park? The member berries. I haven't. I haven't in a long time. Oh yeah. People that watch South Park will know what I'm talking about. 
the member berries. Um, yeah. Anyway, right, yeah, that makes so much sense now. Uh, so, yeah, um, at this stage here, uh, Floating McFloat has, uh, Face is messing her up. Literally, you know, he is the chief daddy and he can do what he wants. Yeah. He does sit down back on the uh, on our captain's chair and he seems rattled. And I'm, I think at this stage here, is she crying a little bit, Grey? Well, it looks every- a little bit like it. Every time she talks to Floaty, she's very subservient. Like she's a little, like a little baby. Well, she literally is, yeah. <laughs> and even in the way she talks, she just goes, "Well, well, I really didn't think that that was, you know." And then as soon as she's not talking to Floaty, she's like, "Kill the ball." You know, that's so. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's called a uh, really good acting. Um, anyway, yeah. um, I want to pick with you slightly here, Gray. I mentioned mm-hmm. here, moving on, that Jack. And the turbo lift is chatting up Sydney LaForge, right? Because she mm-hmm. can, he can hear her thoughts. That's his skills are moving on, man. He can hear people's thoughts now. Telepath, and Gray thinks it's the other way around. Now I'm saying it's him chatting her up because he can hear her thoughts. We can only hear right, our thoughts the, for the purpose of it. So what, why is it? Why is it the other way around? Okay, so because the way you have it written is, is Jack is chatting up Sydney. But she can hear oh, his right. yeah, thoughts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, of course. She doesn't course. hear his exactly. She doesn't hear yeah, his thoughts. Of course. The other way around. I was wondering what you meant, but that does make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes, he Just can hundred percent hear her thoughts, which is creepy as hell. And his skills are moving up to the next level now, which is a bit concerning. Um, there's a the whole thing of he's trying to get some kind of date or something arranged with our. And she thinks this is a bit too much, and he starts listening to her thoughts. A bit forward, and has it even? You know, he could touch my hand or something first, and he hears that. And like and every does, guy yeah. that wants to hear a woman's thoughts, so that he knows the perfect time when to make a move, and he goes and touches her hand. She's like, walks away, and she's like, why did you do that? And then instead of answering, he goes, "Oh, I red eye and." The vines start appearing again. I'm like, Jesus Christ, with these vines, man. Come on. That's about And the red eyes, yeah. Hideous. We'll get to and the she, whole thing and, of who he's going to become. And that whole scene was kind of kind of cringy, though, too, because she's looking at him like, you know, you, you're a creep kind of look. Yes. And yes. You know, why would you be why would you be doing this in the middle of whatever's going on? And I I mean, I thought the scene was a to me was you probably didn't need that scene. I think it was a little much. I mean, cutting it up's fine. Okay. But the way you do it, yeah, it's the way you do it. And I don't think the way the way that it came off was a little weird, yeah, and a little and, and a little uneasy. And I and if I were her, I would have like punched him in the head or something. But <laughs> she, she didn't. Wow. So it just seemed it just seemed kind of odd, and it could have been probably handled a little better. But that's it might be a little wee bit of nitpicking, but it just seemed a little. It kind of threw it off. You it know, did until a it got bit. back on track again. Yeah. It did a little bit. Uh, one thing before I do forget really quickly, Gray, that I mentioned before and I didn't actually add, when we first see the, the, the Titan Bridge in this episode, not all of them, but several of the crew members are wearing black Starfleet outfits, like jack- jackets, very mm-hmm. Section 31, I thought, and uh, you probably noticed that as well, but it wasn't all of them. It was like Shaw and maybe one or two others. Like, Did you notice that? What, what's that all about? Do I don't think? know. I I'm, I was thinking that what they gave Jack to wear was just a because it has no pips or anything, so it's yeah, just yeah. general Starfleet yeah. ensign wear, I guess. Shaw's wearing all black. Yeah, I, I'm I'm not I'm not sure. I'm not I'm not sure how they handle that. Maybe yeah, because Shaw's gotten beaten up a couple of times. That's all he had left to wear. <laughs> <laughs> Too much blood on, and he'll get beaten up again as well. That's the best of it. He's well, always getting beaten up. Hey, in this ep- in this episode, he's got the blood going on and getting hit in the <laughs> head again. Like poor guy. Um, Thank you know. Yeah, just just before I forgot about that point because it was something I, I noticed before. Um, Vadik, we we don't see Riker in this episode. Well, we do briefly, but it's a kind of changeling thing. Um, yeah, was... we, we we don't. You see him when see him briefly when Tuvok changes into him and be like, "Oh yeah, you'll be." He's 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 to rub it in, like right? you, and he looks a bit grey and dead, but. He's probably yeah. not, because remember in the last episode, right at the very end, he's, I'm not going to ruin 35 years of loyalty, you nuts. And then he 
Barry's like, hold my beer. Yes, you will. I've got your, uh, I've got your wife here, and maybe the kid as well. So, uh, you don't see him really prop in this episode, but uh, Varric is using Riker to try and locate the Titan because it's using his command codes. There's a thing that we learned that right. you can just like if you lose your iPhone, you can go to find my iPhone. This is the <laughs> this is the Starship version of Find My iPhone, Gray. He's I using must find my Starship. Oh. Find my Starship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. only four ninety nine on the App Store. Um, and you and you <laughs> can uh, you can ping your ship to find out where it is. You know, so the guys are like, quick, block them, block them, block them out, and, and they do thankfully, which I found interesting. Um, and then we uh, we have a little scene where Jack is then confined in his dad in, in jail. Um and I I this scene here I I kinda didn't see the point in this scene, Grey, a little bit, just like the turbo lift scene, the chatting up. I guess it was just filling and fleshing out the yeah. the episode a bit, but he's just giving well, a bit didn't... of advice and I I don't think it bothered me that much because he was what he was trying to tell him is that he's he can't stand everybody dying around him. And he's just like he just wants them to just give him up already because he can't take it anymore. Yeah. And so I can, I can understand that. I mean, that, I think anybody would feel like that if that was the case. You know, you don't want to see all this going on because it's all appears to be your fault, yeah. sort of. So that, that's okay. I think that was, that was an all right scene. The one in the, in the elevator with, uh, with her what didn't, didn't fit, but this was fine. But the reason I'm, like, I'm not sure about that scene is just because it was never going to happen. I guess it's one of these things that they have to talk about or discuss this is an option but it's never going to happen realistically it's not going to be allowed he, he could have allowed that near the start of the card and he didn't so there you go yeah. um yeah like grave notes as well not much we don't really see Riker at all in this episode officially see, we do the... unofficially don't because it's someone taking his form well that's my that's my second knock on this episode because you left the last episode on a cliffhanger where you know they have Riker and they have his wife there should have been something here other than what the teeny bit that we saw that addressed that, uh, at least something to the viewer, at least yeah. that, that would have, that would have addressed that like a scene of Riker being somewhere, but we don't know where, you know, something like that. And yet they didn't have any of it. And I thought that was very odd. So the whole episode goes by and you don't know anything about that, Riker. It just doesn't, doesn't make any that, sense. They needed the, to slip a small scene in there. This is the interesting thing because this is the perfect episode for, um, Jonathan Frakes to direct because he's not in it. The, the episodes he was directing, there was a decent amount of them in those episodes, which, yeah. of course, you can still direct it, but you want to be able to have most of the time to direct and not be acting. So um, he he doesn't direct this episode because he's only directed two episodes. I may be wrong on that, but yeah. I think it's just two, the back to back episodes, so two and three, right. I think. So. Um, but yeah, no, I, I would love to see more Riker, but I guess everyone has their break, and we've had two episodes without Rafi now, so that's a bonus, yeah. mate. That's like, a huge bonus. That's a bonus, but then we've also not... No, actually, Rafi in last week's episode? Yeah. Yeah, last week. Yeah, so, what? okay, two that's separate good. episodes, like, not back-to-back, but yeah. So that's something. Um, always, always give it a half point higher when she's not there. He does. Always. He's, he's. I won't tell you what his score is, but it's something point <laughs> five. So, <laughs> looking at it that way, uh, yeah. So, but I, but I don't go along with the fact that well, we saw enough of Riker before, so maybe we shouldn't use him now. I mean, it was important to the story that we needed to. See, we and you really still will see, see it. It's called episode eight, mate. Patience. Yeah, but that's. Yeah, but you don't do that. You you just left them hanging. You don't go a whole episode because, to be honest with you. In the in the period of that whole episode, he ought to be dead already. Uh, I mean, there's plenty of time to sit there and use him for whatever it is, and you might as well you might as well just kill him now. So they should have at least flashed to wherever he's being held, just to give it some kind of continuity. So that that's what I didn't like about it. The continuity, as far as Riker's, like it just wasn't there, you know, yeah. really, except for the one little scene. And I don't think that was enough. So they should have done something. That's just my opinion. I thought it would have been better if they had. Didn't have to be much. Just something agreed but whatever but, but now they're gonna have to get into it because there's only three episodes left so they have to have uh, oh there will be ahead. man there will be of course episode eight will probably focus a bit and i'd imagine it has to uh they're okay. gonna have to come up with a real good way to for him to get out of there <laughs> so now uh not not really a surprise the strike manages uh find the titan um 
matter of time before it would catch up because they're trying to ping the ship constantly. Um, and maybe all these ships are linked at one point, so even minimal power, they've still managed to find a way to 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 uh, catch up with them. Um, and to their sensors, anyway, it appears like there's been a firefight between them and a Vulcan ship. I don't didn't see the Vulcan ship, but I'll take their word for it. Um, mm. And the fact is, the Titan, as Grace said earlier on, is a big. St- intact starship amongst a bunch of wreckage it must have been the wreckage of the vulcan ship that we saw hence the scrapyard uh and maybe the tank came out a bit better but it's still down to minimum power just to throw them off the scent um you know at this stage one of one of her uh one of her her crew baddock's crewmen said the drop the two ships are dead in the water he did say two ships. Yeah, but we don't see it. We don't see it. We don't see it, right. So I'm a little like, okay, what did we miss? So I'm assuming like, like we're kind of extrapolating here that the other ship was wreckage of a Vulcan ship, which is obviously what the, yeah. what, the, what the crew on Titan knew. And so they came up with the whole ruse and came up with this recording. We could say that. They had, a, they had a manufacturer of the recording, right? Yeah. Make it look like there really was a firefight. So they were talking before about they need to get hold of Varric and they've got a plan and and then obviously it cuts to this kind of scene so this is part of the, the, the kind of plan we, we knew it was set up just from the way it was laid out before and even Varric's off, officers say this is a trap, you know that, and she's like does it matter? TikTok, you know, but we, we got to get him, it doesn't matter if it's a trap or not, we got to go So, and then she says uh, uh, no, no transporters uh, shuttle yep. so- why? Why? Why why not transport mm. over? Maybe they had inhibitors going on? I don't know. <laughs> interesting. I just found a little little tip out. I just well, the other, interesting. Possibly the other reason might have been that they just wanted to board the ship to see if everybody was actually dead. Because they weren't reading life signs at first. Yeah. You don't beam aboard in Kate unless you know it's hundred percent safe because there could be no atmosphere or anything there. So right. yeah. So I think they came over just to investigate. You know, innocently enough, I guess, to them anyway. And then, of course, you know, we saw what happened next. Uh, yes, obviously, it is a trap, and it turns out to be a trap. No, no, no shit, Sherlock, there, Gray. Um, the Titan crew spring into action, and they manage to capture uh, Vadik's uh, away party, and even Vadik herself. Vadik. By it was Sydney and Jack talking to HQ, just telling them when to raise shields, drop shields, uh, d- 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 force shields, thank you, at, at the right times in between the bulkheads, and they managed to get officers trapped, and a bunch of them in one particular room as well at one point, uh, and then the, mm-hmm. her high hygien, her like foot, chief foot soldier as well, big dude, uh, trapped behind them as well, um, and Vadik as well, and you're thinking it's maybe a bit too easy, here, uh, but you do mention Gray that you know it was it was a brilliant little scene here um, and brilliant kind of writing the way they've they've set this up. I thought it was. I mean, I like the idea of getting them fooled with the recording, thinking it was a, a battle. So much so that they had to come over and investigate, which is a great way to pull them off the ship because it's the only way you're going to be able to try to be successful. They obviously had a really good plan of how they were going to run around and drop force fields because that was the only way they could trap them. So that whole that whole scene was great. I mean, I they were all stuck there, and and obviously they couldn't do anything about it, which gave them an opportune time to interrogate Vatic, you know, and stuff. And so it all kind of made sense. Yeah, it was a good plan, solid plan, to be fair. And they 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 acted it out very well. Um, the one small snag, one small problem is that um, <laughs> Jack and Sydney are now uh, trapped in between. Chief Goon and number two Chief Goon. As uh, <laughs> soon as those force wheels go down, they are game over. Kind of sandwich. They are sandwich. <laughs> bad guy sandwich. Um, so, yeah. Uh, it, it, at this stage, you would think, ah, beam them out. And Jordy does try to beam them out. But he can't because why can he, why can he not beam them out? Who's starting to take control at this stage here, Gray? Big old lore, messing things up. That guy, you see man. the whole scene there when all of a sudden the doors are closed and then his 
Uh, Jordy's daughter turns and goes, why is the door closing? And he's going like, oh, geez. Then you see Laura just appear in the window. <laughs> it's that scene we saw from the trailer at the very start of the season. Yeah. That's right. And he goes, oh, man. Uh, Which was, I thought, again, a really, really great writing. Because essentially, they had them where they wanted them. And it looks like they were going to be able to do whatever they had to do. Uh, in fact, they even they even talked about, Beverly talked about killing Maddox because she said, "I, you know, my code yeah. is to not harm anybody. But I'm seriously questioning it. Picard is agreeing. And Picard is kind of agreeing too, and you know, desperate times, desperate measures, kind of thing. Yeah. And um, but they don't do it, and which is cool. They kept to their ideals at least as much as they could. Um, but you weren't expecting the the force fields to drop and get into trouble. And of course, Laura sticks his you know what into the mix. Oh, I'm messing up. So. And he does. He does. He is. He's not taking over full control at this stage, but he is slowly but surely taking over each system taking more and more of the ship over and at this stage he is taking he's starting to take control of things like the force fields and whatnot because he is dropping force fields um in between uh where sydney um and jack are uh and at this stage here you're thinking yeah the the preferable is going to hit the fan but we'll, we'll jump ahead yep. of ourselves um now, when we move on, Picard and Beverly, uh, as Gray just touched on there a moment ago, they were interrogating Varric. They were just trying to... It's the usual scene that you get a lot where speak to bad guy, try and get bad guy to spill their story. Um, this, despite it being maybe obvious how it was going to pan out, was a bit more eye-opening because she is an offshoot of the changelings well she is a changeling but she's not part of the great link they are somewhere else on their own planet their own little mini link if you like um and it turned out back in the dominion war days hence the dominion war the dominion for the title uh the virus was given to the changelings and then the cure was given to them afterwards but the cure never was withheld from their their world. It never made it that far. So at this stage, they literally had to go and steal the cure for themselves. Uh, and they had to steal it from the Daystrom's uh, station. And this is where you get into the nitty gritty. This gets, there's a couple of bar, uh, dark scenes in, in this um, uh, episode, Great. And this is one of the first ones. You basically see someone that looks like Vadic, the original Vadic look person, the human being. Obviously not Vadic, definitely. Apparently one of the yeah, uh, scientists. Yeah. And she station. literally has all these changelings and tubes and stuff, and they don't look very changeling like they look like just orange flavoured water. But anyway. Um and she's experimenting on them and doing different stuff and and, and torturing them. Like Frankenstein. She's like uh, yeah, she's, executing it's, them. It's, it's garbage. And and uh, Amanda Plummer acts this brilliantly because she's like remembering these uh, flashbacks and cringing and clearly upset and and you can hear little scream effects in the background and it's it's really really dark. Um, yeah. She's trying to get them to stay solid for longer uh, because she wants to use them as weapons, um, but it backfires um, because. At this stage here, they can hold their shape a bit longer. They hold their shape. Well, actually, you don't see a shape. It's just more of a outline of a changeling. And the changeling that is Varric fights back, kills Varric scientist, and takes her form. And I think this whole bit was just... It was. There's a couple of dark scenes in here, but this was... Is it too much, Grey? Um... I, I... I thought it was a bit much, but then, but then again, as you think about it, you, she mentioned that they experimented on these changelings to what create a weapon. Yeah. So it's not unlike many countries of the world in the past and even now uh, that will screw around if they think it might be able to give them some kind of advantage. Yeah. So you basically, you know, whether it was Section Thirty One or whatever, kind of turning its blind eye and letting them do their Frankenstein operations and they do it because they feel oh this would be a great weapon we can infiltrate the bad guys Guant Guantanamo Bay is maybe one such example mate yeah mm -hmm. so there's always something you know oh, in geez. the history of, of many countries all our countries that we yeah. did stuff that we wish we hadn't or shouldn't have 
the so Western it's not world especially. To, right. So it's not unreal to think that that couldn't happen. I think the problem comes is that all the previous Star Trek uh, uh, series, more or less, were always that the, that this is what Starfleet doesn't do, that Starfleet stands for something. And if you watch the entire season of Prodigy, that's all they talked about was how great Starfleet was and how good Starfleet is and how they handle things, and which is true. It's not saying that it's not true. But you never ever see the seedy side of the Federation or the you dark think, side of you the think Federation. They're perfect and crystal clean and crystal right. clear. They're not. They're not. Now, personally, I thought it might have been a bit dark, and we're going to talk about uh, the scenes from next week's show. That might be a little too much, and I'm now I'm getting a little concerned that there might be going overboard. Um, but we'll see. Yeah, you know, yeah. I want to. Gray makes a good point. It's one dark scene in this episode and at least one in the next one because we talk about the preview then. But Gray, thanks for putting in because at the time I look, mm -hmm. which was this morning, it's never available for me that I can see here. So you've got a copy. You've stuck it on there. Nice one. And I say a copy. It's not. It's the YouTube trailer. It's not yeah, privy to future episodes. I wish we were that important. We're not. Um, so yeah, to sum up right. that bad scene there, you could blame the Federation for what Vadic's doing. I mean, I say the Federation oh, Daystrom, so you could argue. I mean, that, I, you I mean, obviously, it was a you know the black ops side of Federation made a mis made a mistake. Still get the badge, mate. Still get the signal. And, and the mistake in true Frankenstein is that the monster you created now turns against you, and yeah. so essentially that's what happened. And for these people or these changelings that were tortured, they want nothing better than the, you know kill. Instead of wanting to kill just the people that did it to them, they want to kill all Starfleet. So. Uh, it's yeah. it's dark, man. It is dark. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, as we're kind of getting towards the last kind of section of, of the episode, the review, uh, mm -hmm. our 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 uh, boy Lore now has full control of the ship. Uh, he drops the force fields, all of them, uh, and the henchmen start going to take out. Uh, uh, Sydney and Jack. Sydney and Jack. Uh, now, Jack can handle himself, but Sydney, she gets a couple of hits in there, but she can't handle herself the same as Jack can. Um, what I found interesting here, um, just before you kind of see the, the fight off here, is when the force fields all drop, Baddock can escape. Turns into changeling form, he disappears up through right. a, a gap in the ceiling. But this whole time, Beverly and, and Picard are several shots into her and i'm like really all i can think great is we've seen change like those changelings in solid form they can take a couple of hits before they're, they're, they're down or a direct headshots game over but here hmm. in their in their liquid form maybe they can take a, a, a good number of shots before it actually affects yeah. them is that what you're thinking i think that's i think yeah i'm pretty sure that's probably what it is because you don't know what you're shooting at you're just shooting into a blob i think that when they take their form they're more uh susceptible to injury like to a certain point because you know well you notice too that generally speaking like you said they take a couple shots and then before they get vaporized and they seem to get vaporized more easily when it's a headshot that's what seems to be good point you know yeah. a lot so that being the weaker part for, yeah. what, for whatever reason so yeah. it would be it, and which makes sense because if, if you were just vaporizing with one shot you know the show would be over a lot faster <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes. you know, that makes sense. But, uh, it's not logic, not we're logical people on, on, on the trip with. Um, but yeah, so she she does one. She's off for now. Anyway, uh, they let her slip from within their grasp. Um, now the the fight off between Jack and Sydney and the goons. Uh, Jack can handle himself, but he knows that she can. He can see that, so he goes yeah, red but that's, eye. That's Let's remember though, he went red eye and took care of those guys because he's no, been... no, I know, I know. But what I was going to say is he he can handle himself there. What I thought right. he was going to do, great, was turn red eye like he done with the four changes before and just go bang, 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 shoot, 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 and then there's no need to for what was about to come. But he doesn't do that. He he turns red eye and then controls Sydney. They yeah, but wait, there was there was a reason why he was controlling Sydney. Sydney was behind the force field with yeah. the bad guy. He couldn't go in. He couldn't get past the force of the saver, and yeah, somehow they, they he, he comes up. Right, he comes up with the heebie-jeebie, whatever you want to call it, hoodoo stuff, and the eyes go red, and then links to her, and her eyes go red, and then all of a sudden, before you know it, he's puppeting 
the moves they make like and she and she's martial just... art simulator you know, that kind of thing and exactly yeah it's and like, she's it's, just like wow man it's weird all the shields <laughs> didn't uh, the four shields didn't drop uh, off here i think it was is there i think lore is controlling things so he's aware of what's going on and he's wanting an end for those guys just as much as Vadik is. So he's raising and lowering force fields in such a way that he can have people where he wants. And that's what alludes to Gray's point there that he just made. So, yeah, no, good point. I forgot about that part, uh, Gray. Um, so, well, yeah. now, but now that this has happened, it starts to make you wonder. So he's got this red-eyed weirdo thing he goes into. Right. He And once he does that, he becomes like semi-invincible and he can kick butt on anybody. Okay, now he links with her, which doesn't usually happen unless you're Vulcan Borg, or you're a telepath. Borg. No, it's not Borg. I don't, I don't think it's quite like that. But something's going on, and then we keep on hearing Vatic going, well, you know, it's time to see who you really are, and who well, are you, and who, who's, I'm not feeling right, and this is, you know... Who's the TNG's ultimate enemy? And it's the Swan Song. It was the Borg, the ultimate enemy, so... Well, that depends. I mean, the two best enemies they had were the cha- were the Changeling's Dominion and Borg. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't think I don't really don't think Borg have anything to yeah, do with this. I'd be very surprised. TNG crew, not the era of the TNG yeah. crew. They oh yeah, really yeah. Fought the Changelings, yeah. but yeah, your point still stands, great, regardless. Um, so yeah, they they managed those two. Jack and Sydney kicked butt with the help of Red Eye Vision, whatever <laughs> we're going to call Mr. it, Mr. Red Eye. Um, Jack Red Eye. Oh, Red Eye is back. <laughs> he certainly is. Um, but did, his name is Red Eye Picard. What, what we're hoping for the last, uh, uh, well, while they're fighting away, that's not enough to take the henchmen down. That's enough to keep them at bay. You then pan to Jordy up to the door where Laura is. Or listen, data. I know you're in there trying to appeal to the data side. Listen, please, please. And Grey notes here very moving emotional scene between Jordy, Stroke, Data, and Lore. It is, isn't it, Grey? Mm-hmm. Because you could see Levar Burton acting his wee heart out, uh, really emotional, really tears, you know, tear in his eye. And he's like, please, mm-hmm. please, this is my daughter. Please, Data, if you're in there, Lore's like, nah, 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 not happening. But then Data's like, nah, nah, I'm fighting back. And he eventually gets through to him, like, you are. You were pretty emotional or kind of moved for that scene. Yeah. I mean, he was talking about how he was actually going through the motions of when Data died the first time and emotional. what he felt when he felt when that happened and how bad he felt. And he said, that I could only go on remembering you, you know, and that because it really, it really hurt me. And so you never, it was almost as if he was kind of saying goodbye to Data when he never got a chance to say goodbye to Data. Yeah. And so, so it's all coming out now, you know, uh, and they're, you know, of course, they're, we're all hoping that Data kind of clicks back on. But it, they did, to their credit, though, it wasn't like an automatic scene where like, hey, I'm Data, I hear you. It was, it was not happening no. for a good, a good while. Uh, so well, they kind of dragged that out, which is cool. Yeah, right. no, yeah, yeah, because you don't want them to take out of control too easily because it was back right. and forth a couple of times and then Data... Mm-hmm. At least for now, was back in control a little bit, um, uh, because earlier on when they woke him up, he was talking about Captain. He still called him Captain, and Car's not saying. Yeah, because, <laughs> right. I don't know. <laughs> Look at the pimps, well, the thing man. Is, when he started talking, you realized that he didn't remember anything. Except yeah, back he, when he said Semitar Enterprise E. Right, right. So he doesn't know. He's like, what? Yeah, he needs a memory update, I think. Someone needs to give him a little download oh. and internet and update you. <laughs> like they said, he's not the, quite the data they remember, and he's battling lore all the time, so it's a, quite a different... It's going to be interesting to see what it, what goes on with it, him and, as data the series lo- ends. Data lore's body is an up-to-date positronic kind of body, a positronic brain, sorry, Android body. Obviously, time's elapsed. It's a lot more elaborate, so that's why Jordy just can't program things in the flying, do what he'd done before. He needs to get to needs to get to know this technology and get used to it. Um but yeah, so that let's say very emotional kind of moving scenes there. Data takes back control, drops that last shield, and then Jack just vaporizes the goon that's about to take out Sydney. Um the last kind of part here, just of the episode, is when we have um Beverly finding I knew she would, I we all knew she would find a way to track the, the change line. She would that's what that's her job. Something to do with the way they keep their form for longer. There's like a binding binding agent 
right. some kind of radiation binding agent. I can't remember its exact name. Who cares what its exact name? Um, and they could lock onto that and track. I thought that was a bit too easy, but again, I'm not, I'm not going to nitpick at that. They found a way to do yeah, it. I, I, That's fine. I don't think it was because they they never got a chance to to really figure out what was going on just from the one dead changeling. So they didn't know what the common I thing need more was. than one in testing. You need but more that, than one. Right, exactly. But as Vatic put the story there, then Beverly's starting to put things together between what she knows and what was told. Yep. And that's when they finally figured out, you know, oh, okay, so we can track this agent. Which has become, obviously, this is a big deal in this particular episode because going forward, now they have a way to track him, and that's going to become important when it comes to you know the next three episodes. Yeah, yeah, it really is. It really is. Um, uh, so I say, Beverly finds a way to track using this this Biden agent, um, and uh, they then, <laughs> fortunately, they then uh, reach the bridge at the end of this episode uh, because they've uh, managed to capture uh, Shaw. Shaw and a couple of other uh, officers, because they know where they're going, go towards them and try and take them out, but the changelings are too much for them and literally kill both of these officers right away, Shaw's officers, with just Shaw remaining. They capture Shaw, um, and we're talking about being bloody and messed up again. That's how they got on the bridge. They must just use his handprint or his, I, I know, his uh, retina or something, like get him on the bridge. He's all bloody and battered and bruised, and he falls down and collapses. Um, and there's the whole spiel of uh, Vadic take control of the bridge now, Gray. Um, and she's yeah, she's seen, loving this too. Oh, she's loving it. Oh yeah, yeah Amanda Plummer's having a field day with this scene. She's going like, "I'm captain of the Titan. I'm the boss <laughs> now." <laughs> but did you not find it interesting that it pans down to Shaw a couple of times on the floor, lying down, and he's got tears in his eyes. I'm thinking, great, you don't see this and maybe it happens next week episode, but I thought that this mm -hmm. episode, he was going to sacrifice himself. He knew what happened and he was yeah. going to do something. like He was going to say self-destruct shit, blah, blah, and there's no way out of it. What did you think? Did you, did you see the tears and you wondered? I, yeah, no, I, I kind of was waiting for him to do something, like you said, but, but he never ended up doing anything. So unless he does something next week, it, it was more like, you know, just him being that upset. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Stuff. Or whatever, which is possible. Um, it's his ship, right? So. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so at this stage, like Vadik is the the chief, the captain. Now she take she sends a a com uh, a com uh, speaks to the whole ship basically, and she hails the whole ship, right? She's talking to everyone, but especially Jack, and she's basically going to tell Jack who he really is and give him some answers. But next week, God damn it, Terry, as I say here, um, <laughs> we're both frustrated by that, but. Terry's teasing us nicely as we go along, Greg. Um, nice surprises and whatnot. So our final thoughts on this are, I gave it an 8 out of 10. Not a bad score at all. Nothing to be ashamed of. No. No. It's just, I put 8 out of 10 because the plot's moving along nicely. Just continue. Nothing too bad or good either way. And it was very well, overall decent episode. What, what did you give it, Greg, and why? Well, I had to go 8.5. And like I said, the, the 0.5 is because Rafi wasn't there. So, always got to give it that little extra when she's not around. But no Riker. <laughs> so does that make keep it no Riker, or right? Nine which, or what? Well, I could have went maybe nine out of ten if they had explained Riker, <laughs> and maybe even had Worf pop up or something because Worf yeah, wasn't yeah, either. Yeah, yeah. They mentioned him, but he but he wasn't there. I love so, but either way, I mean, it's it's been really high quality, and that's what we want, and that's what we expect. I mean. Yes. When strange, you know, same thing like when Strange New Worlds came out. I I love the first season because it's getting back to the roots, the real roots actually, and it's been acclaimed by both people, regular folk and critics, and this is getting the same kind of treatment. All the fans love this, and the critics love it as well. So it's it's what we've been waiting for all this. I don't time. know how many. I'm, I don't know how many years for. It's it's. You mm. I'll touch on this really quickly, Greg, because you make a great point that the. The, the the executives at Paramount are, are loving this so much, the work that Terry's done, that the secret hideout guys with Alex Kurtzman and whatnot are going to get a maybe a back seat despite them uh, yeah, they're being already, legally they're already contracted. Getting a back seat. Yeah. yeah, but they're still legally contracted with Strange New Worlds. They, they they can veto Strange New Worlds going out if they want to because they were hired to make mm. it. So They're not going to do it because no, believe not. me, behind, 
Oddness. Behind Money. the scenes, there's there's things you can pull. Or you can get rid of their golden parachutes. But the reason like I, that. So the reason I mention that is because they are wanting to give Terry Metalis show running capabilities going forward. Uh, make him the high hegen permanently and give him something to do. And that might be something like a Star Trek Legacy show with the kids mm-hmm. there or something else. Maybe with like we joked like the the Coffin Dodger Unite or whatever the, the Elder Cockers as you called it. Um, well, that's something like that. There, if you don't know what we're talking about, the, there's been heavy rumors that there'll be a show called Star Trek Legacy and that Terry would run it and basically use Seven, uh, Jack Crusher, a couple of the other young ones or whatever, uh, the, the, the LaForge girls, and et cetera, et cetera, into this newer show, which I think would be a pretty cool idea. But what it does open up at the same time is for other older TNG people to make guest star appearances whenever they want. Was. So right. it could give us the new cake, and we all eat it too. That's how you have more Picard without it being called Picard. Right. You can pop up right. from time to time, special guest appearances, all of sure. them. On the Titan, any of them, any of them could. I mean, it'd be, could be a whole episode. Where, yeah, I'd be disappointed if it was on the Titan without getting it too. Yeah, that's the only thing I wonder. I like the Titan for this one-off season because it works well. But every main franchise, every Star Trek uh, in, in the franchise. You've got to have a powerful ship, and they usually have something state of the art on the latest version. So I'm sorry that they have to stick them on the Enterprise. Well, everybody to wants to. If they're going to do a Star Trek Legacy, we would all love it to be an Enterprise. So it'd be the Enterprise G. Yeah, no G, because the F is being decommissioned. But then you have to ask a question: If they were to do that, who would be made captain of the Enterprise G? None of the young crew can. They're not. They're not there yet. Uh, you can't. I mean, well, seven would be the only one that that would have a possibility, and but would they really do that? I guess it depends on how the show unfolds. Yeah. Now, I personally think it'd be great. I I want to see an Enterprise. I don't want to see a Titan. Titan's done good for what it's for, you know, for the season. But yeah, I want an Enterprise G, and I want at least her, you know, or, or seven to be captain. Or you're gonna have to come up with somebody that's a strong, strong character to be captain if it wasn't her. And then yep. she would be obviously second in command or whatever. There we go. Um, right. And well, then you can do all kinds of things, you know, from that point. We'll, we'll maybe do like a, a special. Unless. Before we talk about it and, more. Wait a minute. Now, unless they're going to use the remains of Kirk, clone him, and he's captain of the Enterprise G. He said this before we went on there. <laughs> and I'll say it again. <laughs> I mean, I'd love that, but I mean. Geez, and then but... you still have the young ones, right? Because who better to learn from than Kirk? Right? I would do it. Right, it's, it I'm telling you, it, it's a perfect opening. Think about it. They've move already it. they've already laid the little the little Rodberry out there for us. Right, so. right, yeah, okay, okay, okay. And yeah, now move on from the madness. <laughs> you not tell that you are. <laughs> uh, Gray, do you want to give us a, a quick uh, preview of the little teaser trailer we got for episode? Yeah, two and what was going on in that? There's a teaser trailer on YouTube because they always put it out pretty quickly of next week's episode and. Both of us have seen it, and the only thing that bothers me a little bit is it's really dark. Not I mean, possibly. really dark. And basically, there's a whole scene where Vatic basically is still in command of the, of the Titan. Um, and then you see crew, you know, parts of the crew running to escape her henchmen, whatever. And some of them are getting mowed down, et cetera, and they're trying to fight, et cetera. And then you see a scene where they basically close the doors off to the deck so that they're trapped in there and they can't get anywhere. And all you hear is Vatic with a big smile on her face and all you hear is gunfire and everybody dying. And I'm like, God, I don't know. I mean, go dark is one thing. Go that dark into brutality is... I I don't want to say anything until we see the episode, but but if that, that I think, kind of went over the deep end for me a little. So I'm really kind of hoping that there's an explanation or something behind that or it's not as... Agreed, brutal yeah. as we as we think too much too much but we'll right. see like too we, much, you know, so. we can't judge it until we've seen the whole episode because there could be some context yeah. to it like you never yeah exactly um yeah like well, you know at the, like at the far end of the deck in comes kirk and then he just blasts them all and then I, hey i want to see kirk just as much as you do but i'm also not living in cloud <laughs> cuckoo land um but well, i'm sure we'll get something to do with picard's real body or uh right uh breaker uh uh Kirk's the body as well because they've both been shown so that's too much of a coincidence but hey we'll see what happens we'll see what happens um yep. 
before we do wrap up the quick call to arms that uh we are uh the trickway on uh as well as youtube we're on the podcast and platforms as well if you want the audio version and youtube's got its podcast as well there so you get plenty of options uh wherever you listen to podcasts it's available uh, and on twitter at the trickway as well and don't forget for my man here uh gray's got uh ggr gray's green room which is entertainment in general we do lean a bit more towards the uh, sci-fi kind of uh, fantasy, uh, sorcery. Yeah, but if it's something big and decent, we'll talk about it, of course. Um, uh, and uh, he can be found on YouTube at GGR, uh, Grey's Green Room, and on all the podcast platforms as well. Um, and don't forget our friends over, um, for the game side of things, extremepc.co.uk, which he doesn't have anymore. What is it now? Extreme PC UK. Dot podbean, podbean, com, something like that. Yeah, so. He's on the old. Look uh, in the old, description, right yeah, down so there. It's always in the description, actually. So we always put that stuff in there. So yeah, yeah right. Um, down there. And and comment while you're there because we love your comments. Uh, but <laughs> but yeah, um, thank you for tuning in for this week. We'll be back next week uh, again, of course. Uh, and until then, uh, do your thing again, Gray. Live long and prosper, everybody. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Bye, bye. Bye.